So do you purposely comb your hair down like that, or is that like sweat from your work? No. Okay. So this this <laughs> pisses me off. I was I, I I got myself in front of all my coworkers the other day on a Zoom call because I was like, I know, I know, I look like Winona Ryder from Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is this yes. is even me trying to push it over. Yes. But like when it's this short, dude, this is what it does. <laughs> Hang on. This is what it does. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. Like, I wish people could see you right now. I know. Holy I know. Shit. Well, I, I'll post a I'll post a picture on our Instagram maybe. Yeah. Like, with dude, the seriously, that's not like this is it's even worse <laughs> like because I tried to comb it this way, like it's kind of getting long enough. Oh so yeah, God. sorry listeners. I recently buzzed my head like really buzzed it a couple weeks ago and it's in that like awkward kind of growing back phase but it's like <laughs> my front hairs love to just fucking sit down <laughs> it's in its uh teenage years right now just google winona Ryder from beetlejuice if you never <laughs> saw it and that's exactly what i look like right now <laughs> oh my god because it's weird right like how they like they, they just naturally form into these like points too that's yeah. not me like oh you know i imagine you with like <laughs> so thanks gel and you're sitting there Mm. Dancing to your music. Mm, <laughs> yes. Mm. Listening to Loathe. Mm, mm. Oh, shots fired, Nick. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Nicholas, he oh, called nice. me other, the other day, actually. Did he call he you? He called me, too. I yeah. was like, did you talk to Chris yet? Because I missed his first call. And he yeah. was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm just making my rounds. I'm driving to practice. I know, he's like, so oh. adorable. He, was, he said he likes to check up on his friends on those long drives. Yeah. I was like, that's yeah. so nice. I need to call him more. I was like, shut up. You're just bored. You're not even listening to me. <laughs> God, I got nothing better to do. What should you, I do? You, oh, I know. I'm going to call Chris and Lance. <laughs> <laughs> He's a sweet dude. He is. What a sweet guy. Good. Shout out to our EP, the Waves of Sound Pod EP. Yes. Yes. <sighs> executive producer. That's what that stands for. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And I you, too, I'm can be an executive too. producer for the right price. <laughs> that's right we are selling waves of sound oh my god <laughs> you heard it here folks on episode 29 it's we're 29, going public right it is we're 29 going. yeah what is it the ipo, IPO right yeah initial public offer yeah oh yeah, yeah. i got it dog I, I i watch the markets i watch boiler room <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't even remember if it was in boiler room or not <laughs> <laughs> oh man that movie yeah i think i only so remember good. the previews of the movie what's that guy's name g g uh the main guy yeah i don't remember that's fucking he's got a cool last name anyway, so long ago so long it's but, weird to think right yeah so lot so much has happened actually and i was having a hard time with the playlist for today such a hard time but I well because we we also haven't had a nor like a quote-unquote normal episode in a while so there's just been so much well new music yeah quarantine then, music coming out just so much going on you have moving going on and all that stuff and then you yes know, other had, i've had some crazy personal things going on uh yes. coronavirus related stuff but yeah dude i haven't had the ability to really focus in on like what's new, what's been released. So like where I normally, where we normally just kind of kick up a new playlist all the time. Like, yeah. So I've, I've been paying, playing a lot of catch up on new music and just, yeah. So this playlist was really difficult to narrow down because it was really long at first. 
Yes. Well, it kind of is now, but we're okay with that. It's just what we do, son. That's it. Just what we do. That's what's so, up. Yeah. Well, we should too, we should probably tell everybody too that all, everything is good now, especially with your situation. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was my mom was uh, she got it. I, I we think it was through family. She got it through them, and and um, it was very very crazy. At first, she had mild symptoms. Um, just to be safe, though, we. I had her quarantine at my place and I followed all the precautions, you know, keeping her quarantined, um, using gloves, sanitizing, you know, common areas. Um, you know, so it was me and my dog in my living room for basically a week before she really started complaining about, uh, trouble breathing. And so I rushed her to the ER and it was crazy, man. Like they wouldn't let me in there. They're like, Nope, you got to stop right here at the parking lot, like right at the entrance. And they called me, I called in a few hours later and they're like, yeah, we're going to keep her. She has pneumonia on top of it. And she was like that for a few days and it was really, really bad. And she, I don't know how somehow, you know, with the doctors and the medications they were just throwing at her, like she was able to pull through and now she's home and she's fine. And like, I was telling you earlier, I talked to her last night and she was like, you know, energetic and like happy again and really excited to get back to work. And I mean, it was, it was crazy how, how bad she was versus where she's at now. And it was, it was just super scary, super scary. And yeah, so I couldn't focus on anything. I didn't touch music. I didn't touch like listening or creating or any of that stuff. I didn't, I couldn't, so. Yeah, it was weird. Like I found, a, I found myself a few times like, oh, I'm going to send this to Chris. And I was like, this would just feel really weird right now if I was all of a sudden like, check this out. And like, I knew like the headspace you were in. Yeah, um, it was, it was, it was tough, but you know, I don't know, man. Like I mean, Nick reached out too. Like he was, he, I mean, he, just so many people reached out and were, were so kind and, you know, there and, and checking in on me. And, you know, I appreciate that. And fuck man. Like I, I one person who never really uh made light of the pandemic like i always like was like oh shit yeah this is serious you know do what you can to protect yourself and others and don't be an idiot and you know not necessarily like follow the government and what they're saying but follow the cdc and or mm-hmm. you know uh the the uh world health organization and all that shit you know basically mm-hmm. trying to stay away from the politicis politicization i can't even say that word mm-hmm. uh <laughs> of the whole thing. And like, I don't know, man, it was, it just was far worse than I thought it was ever going to be for, you know, mm. uh, my experience, you know, it was just crazy. Totally different when it hits, when it hits that close to home. Yeah. Yeah. Very different. And I never got it. And like I was telling you, I never had symptoms if I did have it, you know, well, it's just I, fucking nuts how it just hits everybody that differently. Right. Like you said, another one in your family had it and she was clear of it in like three days. Right. Yeah. She was fine. And then your mom battled it for like weeks. Yeah. And you know, know, she says now she still has, she can't breathe as deep as before, but your mom. Yeah. You know, and then, so it's, it's really weird. I don't know, man. You know, I got tested and you were mentioning the antibody test, but I haven't done that yet. And yeah, that's just, like I said, that would just be more for like, if you just wanted to know it, maybe if you had it and didn't know it, yeah. Like you were asymptomatic. Yeah. And then, like I said, I just, I was hearing the other day from Fauci and a few other places that like they're doing, they're like testing stuff. Sorry. Knocked my mic with my gorgeous <laughs> chin. Uh, 
but they're doing a lot more testing and stuff with plasma donated from people who have antibodies. And I think they're finding, um, like treatment with it. So that was the only reason I was mentioning that, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll look into that. I just, um, yeah. So that was, that was weird, man. That was like a three, three, three and a half, four week kind of thing that I was going through all that stuff. And, Ah, man, just be safe, please. You and anybody who's listening, you know, do what you can to protect yourself. And yeah, you can breathe in a mask. (laughs) You can breathe in a mask. You definitely can. And yeah, (laughs) fucking wear one and keep your distance, bitch. (laughs) I feel like I'm also like, I don't know. It's weird. Like I've, I've bought like a few masks. I'm just like, Oh, this is like my new accessory. (laughs) Yeah, I'm waiting for that Russian circles mask to pop up anytime now. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Caspian mask, you know. Uh, yeah, please. Tour edition. Off the shelf. It'll be like the... Ex- <laughs> it'll be what's... Uh, <laughs> Have all the dates. <laughs> new record comes with digital download and mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where we're going to be in 2021. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Those are the new bundles. <laughs> So speaking of bundles, we got a bundle of songs for you. Um, we do. I, yeah, I, I, this is really hard to, to narrow this playlist down. But what we've been listening to is Moss Cover Technology. And this was a recent, very, very recent discovery for me. Uh, this song this is, is Waiting in the Shadow of the Holy Ghost. And uh, so this isn't like new, new. No, this I think this within is within the a, last year new. It looks I like. think this is within 2019. Yeah, a 2019 release by this uh, gentleman. This is a Greg Baird, I believe he's from the UK, and it's like minimal ambient music. Um, just a beautiful, beautiful EP. Um, very interesting story behind this EP. Actually, uh, he had written it after him and his family had moved, and f- just from reading it, it sounds like he maybe had moved into some type of church or at some point it was a church and the area around the house uh, dated back to like Roman times. So like there's this really old atmosphere around him and you know, this track kind of captures that, you know, space of what would be, I would imagine just based off of the title, you know, a church space of some type, Um, Mm -hmm. but beautiful, beautiful music. Yes. Well-constructed minimalist ambient music again it's like when we talk about um who were we talking about recently it's like that same thing it was the one that was like a loop of that same section over and over and i did you told me that while we were listening to it that i didn't recognize it oh, i can't remember who that was now it's kind of that same thing though where it's like i don't know it's mm-hmm. it's weird to me it's it's always impressive to me when you cannot get bored when you're listening to something like that yeah i don't know just always kind of keeping it moving in some way. It's very. Yeah. I don't know, man, this, this type of music really, it's really weird. Cause like, I think there's going to be a few spots in this playlist where I sound like an idiot because I'm telling you like, no, I'm not into it. I can't find anything in there. <laughs> and then I put on this and yeah. it's like droning on, you know, and I'm like, Oh man, everything, this is everything. This is, you know, I'm just like, what's I wrong about with that? Me? I was listening to not this not the song we listened to on that episode, but I was listening to Lane Eight the other day, uh-huh. and your comment about that one song came into my head of like, I don't know, it was a little repetitive, like <laughs> really, uh, pot. 
calling it black. Okay. I, I really analyzed that song there. That was a good <laughs> one of my best reviews right there. Yes. But yeah, I don't know, man. This this song is very beautiful and the whole EP is really good and uh new artist for me. Like I had never discovered me too. never heard this before. But this is out on uh, Past Inside the Present, which is becoming quickly becoming one of my favorite fucking record labels. Just because really? What How, else has dropped on it? Uh, three six is constantly dropped on there. Uh-huh. They work with Raphael Anton Irisari constantly. Um, there's another artist that I'm going to be talking about today that's on on their record label. Um, it's 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 just they they are like the ambient kings with with releases and, and artists. So definitely encourage people to go out and check that record label out if they're really enjoying this uh, this ambient vibe. Did they do that? Uh, speaking of three six. Didn't he just drop something? Was uh, a single? I bl- no, he did. He did actually just drop, I believe, a new album. Yeah. I, new, it's an EP. It's like 30 minutes long, I think, and it's like 10 songs or something like that. Yep. Um, I got through it. Oh, no, it says 3-6 recordings. Oh, yeah, it is through his own. I was curious if it was but, the same. But he did do a split with, I think, the guy that runs Past Inside the Present, and it was released through Past Inside the Present. So Nice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, the Moss cover technology, beautiful music, really love it. Um, very. Did you say UK from the UK? Is that where yeah, you... yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Greg Baird, and uh, not a large discography, so uh, definitely uh, give yeah. It... That's crazy. It looks like it's literally all from last year, or yeah. at least most of it. From what, it, yeah, from what I could see on Spotify, and then also from what I was able to see on on online. So check this... it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your radio voice, so good. Yeah, yeah. Christopher, Christopher Garcia coming at you. Hey, guys. Live. <laughs> Speaking of hey, guys. Uh, I was I've sh- lost it, man. All the tables have turned. I, I need you to really carry me on these segues, okay? Well, I was, I was stopping. I wasn't saying anything because I was trying to think of a segue, and I was like, well, it's the weekend. <laughs> if weekends aren't your thing, then this song is your thing. Oh, hey <laughs> But then you did that <laughs> stupid one, so well, here we are. <laughs> here we are, but not into a stupid track. That's for goddamn not sure. Not at all, dude. Um, what the fuck? I can't, I can't remember. Remind me. Is this a artist you knew about already? I no, I had no idea. <gasps> oh yes, I I'm love in, these. Sorry, I'm these are my favorite stuff. moments. Um, uh, another UK producer artist, by the way. Um, yeah, Admo coming in hot. This was. I thought you might like this one because this is one of the more like funky ones off the off the new album. This is uh, Admo, A D M O, uh, for those who don't know. Lowercase. And he, Lowercase, thank you. And he just released uh, this is Weekends Aren't Show Thing, as previously alluded to by Christopher off of Constellation Bay. Um, a very mighty album. Uh, how, I don't even know how long. It's almost an hour. I mean, it's 17 tracks, but it's almost an hour. And it's um, start to finish is super. It's like, the. I mean, every song hits just like this, this one. Um, but like I said, this was just kind of the more funky ones that I, I love and this just kind of falls admo like i'll listen to admo lane eight like there's a few of these like i just this just hits the sweet spot for me and that like chill wave kind of electronic but it's got it's still got like you know 80 to 100 beats and it just you know yeah it's it's kind of tying in a lot of elements from from a lot of different electronic 
uh, backgrounds because there's almost like yeah almost immediately with that main melody that little uh uh synthesizer he's using kind of brought me back to like uh, life formed remember that video game oh, soundtrack yeah. totally yeah. has that but and then it has an idm kind of vibe to it and then mm-hmm. it has like some kind of funk to it like almost like um um who's that one artist that pop artist we've been talking about fuck um pop artist I don't know. You you introduced him to me. Anyway, it has that oh. pop vibe oh, to it. You know um, what I mean? Sorry, man. I'm not even touching the court. Sorry for. Hopefully, if we can take. I'm not even touching it. Um, having court issues. <laughs> <laughs> um, dang it! I know who you're. Talking. It's like if I'm just even speaking into my mic now at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Uh, it was the Chicago artist. Why am I blanking on the name? <laughs> Neon Indian. <laughs> Not neon Indian, no. No? No, I don't like neon Indian. Not definitely not my thing. Um we've mentioned him a few times. I'll it'll hit me. But um yeah, it, there's there's a very strong and a very well thought out kind of pop arrangement to it and it it really just very good vibe. Fucking love it. Good. I'm glad you love it. You're going to love the rest of his stuff too. It's not it's just one of those artists that like kind of t- Sorry, we made Give me one sec. Yeah. Six hours later. Sorry, I don't vibe like you. Or what do you call it? You mean like improv? Yeah, what do you call it? Um But there's like a, a radio term for it. Sorry, I know exactly what it is. It's like the the inside connection is just like super loose. Mm-hmm. I think I mean I've had this cable forever. I think it's like the only one I've ever had. So sorry, I'm gonna definitely have to get a replacement. Um, riff, not riff. You're not good at riffing. It started with a V. You said it before. V. <laughs> oh my god! I love when we try to think of things we just can't <laughs> think about. <laughs> I have no idea. Verisimilitude. <laughs> Excuse me. What'd you call me? It's one of my favorite words, and I still can't. I have a hard time remembering what it means. I found about it on a podcast. I was like, what the fuck word is that? That's weird. Um, so is your mic good? I hope so, man. Seems a lot better now. We'll see. Okay. Woo. Admo. Check him out. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I was saying. He, uh, he, plays around, he plays around a lot in that space. So it's like a lot of his releases will be, it's just you're not going to get the same thing every time. Oh, awesome. It's always something kind of a little different, which is cool. Yeah, this is definitely pinned on my my list of of artists to dive more into, because um, I've literally, I've, dude, I've I've been more into electronic music recently than I've been Me too. ever. Like I I'm I'm leaning more towards that than I have been rock bands or any any yep. shit I've been listening to, and I think that's why this fucking blew my mind and i was nice. so pissed off at you that you did not share this with me okay well because you just admitted that you're i know to this i kind know of stuff more so like but, it's just one of those but, ones that i probably but, never would have thought i to feel like, like you. i feel like this was released what 2018 i think i uh yeah i think you this is uh the song is ticking hands by lucin 17 uh, it's oh man the record is a sensory motor Dude, oh my god! Every th- this guy is so good at production and like fitting all of these. Just the way he constructs everything and all of his music and the vibes and everything else, and 
he he also builds in like this very pop oriented kind of arrangement but still it has like this very strong idm um vibe yes. to it and i like to think of it as like melodic idm right because there's just Interesting. like the, i say that just because like <laughs> like you're saying there's like a pop element not just with the vocals but kind of the structure and like you know i can get down with like aphex twin and like some more complicated idm like that but after a while it's just like it's really overwhelming mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and this is this is just kind of that admo like really easy on the ears. Yeah, a little softer uh, around the edges. Yeah. Not so like in the groove. It's like or mm-hmm. in the in the genre, it's kind of uh, uh feet in a little bit of a lot of places and switches up and Yeah. But man, so it this still guy, has that like IDM complication to it a little bit, but it's just man, it just flows so nicely. Yeah, and this is a this is Jeff McEwen, Iwin. I forget. I don't know how to say his last name, but he's uh he's from Seattle, Washington. Um, this is Ooh, not originally his... from Dallas. Yeah, there you what go. What up, man? D town. <laughs> um, he so this isn't actually their most recent release. Uh, he has one uh, an EP called Retrace that's available right now. Um, so good, dude. That the song off uh that that album not alone uh, i think it's the opener on that album is really fucking good mm. and the videos that he's been releasing for these songs like the director michael uh, i think is reisner reisner or something like that fucking mind-blowing really well done like fits fits the music perfectly visually it's just i'm in love with this guy out. i don't think i've seen yeah. any of those yet yeah they're they're beautiful beautiful videos and I'm just, dude, I'm blown away by this uh, guy's production style and this yes. record. And I mean, just a cloud on this uh, album, like two songs over. Oh, yes. Oh, so good. And then there's more stronger IDM type stuff on here, too. So not vo- yes. no vocals, no like hook or mm-hmm. no uh, uh, chorus or verse or anything like that. It's just really good shit, man. It is. Man, I'm so glad. So glad. This is like that feeling I had when you found or I introduced you to American Dollar. I'm just so <laughs> but glad. But that's you're happy. okay. So you can't say you introduced me to American Dollar because I've heard of American Dollar, but I hadn't actually listened to them. I knew of them. Don't make that face. I really want to punch that face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's my skeptical hippo eyes face, but I'll let you have it. but they've always kind of been there in my brain space like uh several bands have been there constantly in my brain space has has always been like not pillars there but like they hold their own they 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 kind of command their own space within the genre and i would definitely say that about our next artist oh yes so i have but i have a few questions because i thought you had put a different song on this i did you son I, of a bitch. I, it was that was my that was me not knowing which one I wanted to choose. <laughs> well, I don't know why you chose this one. <laughs> don't know why? Because the other one I believe I knew, was part of their I knew newest whichever album. One I chose. You were gonna say that about the other one. No, <laughs> so I just chose. No, bro. All right, go ahead and talk about this song for a little bit. No, wait. What was the last thing you said? You said something. What did you say? Because the one you added, I believe, was a single. A single, if it, you can call it a it single, is. from their newest record. Yes, which Memory just, just released. I think just released. Yeah. 
and I think it wasn't it wasn't it O one. I think it's the first track. Yeah, yeah. It was ML O one that was released first. Yeah, yeah. But this is not um, from that. This is from a different. No, I think this was just a single. I think it was a single. Yeah. I don't even think it's a part of an EP or anything. From this here, yeah. Yeah, this is Arms and Sleepers. We've definitely talked about Arms and Sleepers before because uh, album released earlier this year, Safe Area Earth, is still in my top 10 for this year. Um, and that's only two of six, so this newest one is three of six they're releasing this year. Oh, did they put something out saying that? Yeah, so if you look at the description of memory, um, uh, memory loops as well as the other ones, um, this is memory loops. The most recent one um, is three. Where do you see like a description? You go to their website. Oh, oh, I'm like, where do they have album descriptions on Spotify? Is this an update? No, I wish. Oh, Um, dude, that would be amazing if they did that. Right? Hello, Uh, Spotify. (laughs) Well, iTunes does that. Uh, wait, are you on their band camp or are you on like their website website? Uh, I can't remember. I think it was their band camp possibly, but if you look at the album description, it should say that this is it's a fairly lengthy description about, um, about it. But yeah, so they're going to have oh, a lot more listeners, but that's awesome. That's fucking awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally right. Three of six. Um, well, we'll have to see how it's anyway. We're not even talking about this track. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, success. <laughs> uh, well, if you don't know, Arms and Sleepers uh, is a electronic duo. This is a single called Moons Collide, and I think I ended up picking this one because if you ever just like have those connections with like either whatever songs albums bands are you gonna say you felt like this song has always been with you or you've yeah there's yeah dude no that's exactly it's like the the, what i feel like is the mood in my head like most of the time dude it's so weird then you just hit those notes and you're like oh man i can just swim in this forever they do that a lot they do that so much like one of their very first albums matador when i first heard it back in like 2010 or something i was like oh my god in, in Black Paris uh, 86 or something like that, uh, oh, my God, dude, those records were like, fuck, holy shit, yeah. holy shit. Like, I feel like I've known these songs for, yes. like, they've always been with me. I don't know. Like, I, I was saying with you, like, they just, just some familiarity there that, and it, it's just weird how that happens. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's like this weird ancient connection like just so sometimes we're like you know there's things like inherent like we just know how to do certain things right mm-hmm. we're not blank slates fuck you john Locke. but uh <laughs> it's like that it's like the music equivalent of that yeah it's like yeah. you're like i don't know it just you just feel like this weird otherworldly connection to it and it's just i like you said it's definitely happened so many times with them and this track especially like give me a fucking distant piano and someone who knows how to play it and I'll just have that shit on twenty four seven. And and at one point, maybe a few years ago, they were they announced that they were breaking up and stopping. And I was like, "What the fuck? Why?" I did not see that. And I then, like out. a few months later, they're like, "Hey, we have a new album coming out." I was like, "Wait, what?" Like, <laughs> first of all, like, I'm maybe excited. Don't second. What the fuck <laughs> yeah, was that like, about? Maybe if we just don't address it and we just drop <laughs> a new album, they'll forget that we. And said then that. since then, they've been dropping like like crazy, man. Especially if they're, you know, memory loops looks like 
14 tracks. Safe Area Earth was 16. Yeah, and I, I think yeah. they may have uh, released a, a live one that was not even um, planned um, before when all this coronavirus stuff started going on. So they've uh, this year has been extremely busy for them. They're like the Ty Siegel of electronic music. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, W. <laughs> Total W. So yeah, I don't know what else to say about Oh yeah, these you're guys. right. It was is it the life is everywhere? No, that No, sorry. it's um it's that. a black and white it. cover. It's a uh, Leviathan in times of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually right after Safe Area Earth. Mhm. But these guys are just phenomenal duo and really, really Eastern promises. That was the first one. I was like, what was yeah, the first one they did this year? That's right. Yeah. Cause we, I, we played Russian futurism, I think off that album. Really? Cause I was just yep. thinking, I don't think I remember. Yeah. Cause that was the single. I'm pretty sure that's the one we did. Okay. So maybe I've only heard that one. I haven't listened to the full album. I'm over here talking. They're amazing. I haven't listened to that album. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, to that album. I Maybe that. I have because I do remember the cover actually. I mean, that was like early this year. Yeah. So I lot. don't blame you. A lot has that. happened since then, guys. Jesus. A lot. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man, that was pre-pandemic. Isn't that weird to think about? Yeah. I hate that. <sighs> that measurement of time. <laughs> yeah. That unit of measurement. Yeah. But. Yeah, so something I've always said is that I've never really looked at uh, soundtracks as like a album release for artists. We've definitely talked about that, yes. And I feel like that was a very stupid thing to say. <laughs> because of this one soundtrack? <laughs> well, okay, because wait, I've actually was, liked... I've, I love soundtracks, but I don't treat... The, I guess it's more so that I don't treat them yeah. as albums. So I kind of look at them separately. Them as, yeah. So I don't know. This... This is Mogwai, their soundtrack for the the miniseries, limited series, 000. This is perfect. Like, this song right here, um, Don't Make Me Go Outside on My Own, is the perfect Mogwai song. If you put this on and you, someone asks you, who is this? You immediately know this is Mogwai. You can tell immediately. It's perfect. Oh, yes. I love the it. The piano is, like, so... It's so weird. Yeah. You're right. It's like... They just have a way on the piano where you're like, yep, that's Mogwai. Even at the end, like, they have the synthesizer come in, and it's like, oh, my God, that's... It's like their tone. They have a certain tone with it. I mean, obviously, all, all bands have that, but... Right. Just, hold this, just this whole record, this whole, this whole uh, soundtrack is very, very good. And it's, again, uh, for this uh, Amazon uh, limited series, and it looks really interesting. It It's actually... Uh, Partially in Spanish, English, and several other languages. It's about like uh, smuggling drugs and stuff like that. It's, it looks very interesting, but hmm. um, I just love Mogwai. And they are finishing rehearsing and entering the studio. So maybe oh. that means a new studio album rather than a soundtrack. That would be nice. Yeah. So dang it, I can't find it. There's, um, why don't I remember this? It just reminded me, I think it's the title more than anything. Uh, made me think of um, there's a there's a Cigaros video where like there's like a nuclear winter going on outside, and every time the kids go outside, they have to like put on face mask, like gas. Yeah, that's uh, Brennenstein. No, isn't that's it not Brennenstein? No, because it's an old song. It's off that album. I'm positive. No, because I remember listening to that in like high school, or like seeing that video in high school, and Brennenstein. Oh, really? Maybe I'm just thinking about the cover then. 
think you're thinking about the cover. Oh, right. No, it's off Untitled. I'm pretty sure it's off Untitled. Or parentheses or whatever you call it. Yeah, I totally know what you're talking about. It's like red. There's like a red sky. And it's like ash everywhere. Holy shit. I haven't thought about that video in a long time. Which one is it? I'm... I Can't thought it was off parentheses. Sigaros, comma, music videos. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, mean, I, I know I'm on YouTube, like just titling, like typing in untitled. Which one is it? And I'm sure people listening right now who know are like, it's that one. You fucking idiot. You don't even <laughs> say Sigaros right. <laughs> you claim to be one of the biggest fans, Lance, but you're an idiot. It is vodka. It's number one. I was typing that into YouTube and it wasn't pulling it up. Oh, it's YouTube's you, fault, YouTube. right, 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 uh, right. Yeah, it's Sigaros Untitled One, aka Vaca, V A K A. Um, anyway, I think it was just the vibes of this song and the title. Don't make me go out on my own. Just made me think of that for some reason. <laughs> that yeah. was my long. long I don't understand the that, name of the song. I don't understand most of the names names of their songs, but um. But yeah, I mean, I don't know that I've really listened to many soundtracks outside of mogwai soundtracks like the kin one was fantastic nick uh, kept i haven't listened to that one the one they did so for Obl- the one they did for oblivion is whew, <clears throat> so good but i'm i don't know i feel like a lot of people hated that movie and i love oblivion wait they did oblivion yeah sucka didn't i thought they only did parts of that mm. or they were but oblivion was fucking amazing i i oh that makes me feel so good i actually was <laughs> I didn't want to watch it because I was like, fuck, fuck Tom Cruise. But dude, that I know, movie is right? really and good. You're like, God damn it. You're so good. <laughs> dude, that movie is really, really good. I, I really enjoy that movie. That's I, I think that's mandatory watching for sure. Right. Um, I, yeah. I, I thought like, I, I, I maybe saw people them. didn't hate it. I just had a feeling they did. Oh, I guess. Wait, hang on. You're right. It wasn't all them. Well, OK, because they did that before because they did that with the fountain. Because they were featured oh, on the fountain, right. yeah, yes. with Clint Mansell. Oh, and, talk about an amazing fucking movie, dude! I I bought um, that on vinyl, the soundtrack, and it is like on this gold. Do you know what a, a Mondo is? Mondo Press or whatever. Mm-mm. It's like a um, a site that releases limited oh, dude, records. Yes, that's where I get all my prints. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. So they put they out. The, I forgot they do vinyls and shit for soundtracks. They, they did a limited release of the yeah, fountain soundtrack. Right. Oh my god, I jumped on that so quick anyway that's awesome i love it this this soundtrack's great uh, i really want to actually want to get prime again just to fucking watch the series because it looks really good um but mogwai hopefully Wait, we'll you see don't, how do you not have prime don't you have prime no i got rid of it because dude, every time every fucking time i'm telling you i want to go on a fucking rant every fucking time <laughs> i would get something it would say oh yeah free two-day delivery blah 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 it should be here every fucking time Oh, we're sorry. We're working with the whatever of the package. Okay, I have wait before pandemic. This is way before the pandemic. I had okay. it for like two years, and every fucking package I ordered, I was like, "Why do I have this? Why do I?" I, I fuck, fuck Amazon. Fuck Jeff Bezos. Uh, asshole. Fuck him. Uh, no, I, I, I don't. I'm trying to. I feel like I maybe had kind of felt it before the pandemic. I feel like it's where I am living right now, but. Um, Dude, there's been so many times where like 
they said it, it's just those asshole drivers who are running late, but they don't want to like affect their delivery, like their percent, like their on time percentages. So they mark it as delivered, and then it shows up two days later when I've already contacted Amazon. Like, I've never had here. that happen. I would have been pissed. Oh, dude, it happens to me. Like that's what happens to me more than anything. No, mine is like we're working with whoever is. I don't. I don't think it's his distributor or the seller. Yeah. I think it's the seller to get your package delivered. But I never, never had. <laughs> A package delivered on time, ever. So check out check out Mogwai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I might uh, I might uh, get access to that uh, series anyway. Well, that's crazy. Uh, Sorry, I didn't know that you did that. Because who in their right mind would do that? But I can understand. Yeah, I'm fine. And yeah, quick it, shout dude. out to Mondo M O N D O Shop dot com. Yeah, great check shit, dude. I get emails from them all the time, and I'm always like, God, man, this is. I'm going to spend too much money. So. I know. I, like, I have to, I, exactly. That's, I just delete them now before I can even read them. Cause I like, have no, that with this. It's going to be something I want them and drop. Do you use drop at all? Yes. Yep. I do. It with drop too. Yeah. That's yep. where do, yeah, do you think I, I get all my six shades, dude. I, oh yeah. And I forget that they have like glasses and accessories yeah. and stuff. Like I only go there for like audio and like, dude, it, listeners, if you're not using drop right now, if you're not using honey, honey's really good. Have you used honey yet? Wait, you broke up. Are you? I couldn't hear you. What'd you oh, say? Oh, have you used honey yet? Oh yeah, dude. I've been yeah. using honey forever. Mondo drop honey. I mean, shit, dude, those <laughs> things, if you don't have them in your <laughs> life, sponsors, potential sponsors <laughs> of the show, <laughs> you're fucking up. Oh, and uh, Amazon, we're sorry. Hey, welcome back. Uh, we'd love to have you as a sponsor. <laughs> we were sorry about that. A uh, little rant there. Um, we'll figure that out later, but yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Sorry for the small rant there. I'm not. <laughs> you better be sorry for this next song. I was giving, I was trying to give you some space. I was trying to give you the room to do the segue. My brain took a awkward. second to catch on. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, got, I, knew you'd, I knew you'd get there. Wait, what was the segue? <laughs> I forgot what it was. That you better apologize for this song. Why? Because me? I never got into, and so I watched <sighs> you from afar. Really? Because I already got into Terra Mellos, and everything else just kind of seemed like. Yeah, I mean, they're way more riffy than Terramellos. At least their earlier stuff was. Um, We definitely talked about their album last year. Um, That was by far, the last album was by far my favorite one from them because they just got out of, like, repetitive riffs into way more of... uh, Oh, right, I do remember the Endless Shimmering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do remember that. Yeah, dude. That one hits. Uh, This, I think these are... uh, this, This is a... This is called Radagast, which I love that they called it Radagast. Uh, Lord of the Rings, anybody? And uh, it's three. This is one song off. Uh, they just released three, and I think they're supposed to be B sides to the Endless Shimmering. I think they're just rec- they're songs that didn't make the cut, hmm. um, and they decided to release them. And um, which song did you feature off of that Endless Shimmering? I think it's Space. Give me space. Is that what it's called? Are you on it? Uh, oh, all I need is space. I think I remember. All I needed was it was either that one or three triangles. See, maybe that's my problem. Is that I'm, I just get them. I'm not gonna say it. Never mind. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> no, again, I think this is this was just a perpetuation of why I loved endless shimmering so much. Because, like I said, they just used to be so riff heavy and. Like just get one, like just lay on one hook and just do it constantly for eight minutes, and so, um, 
like this is just such on the other end of the spectrum of their mm-hmm. writing style now and um i mean he's just one of those post guitarists that has a giant pedal board and he always gets these like super interesting i he's just a guitarist to me in this genre we're like oh, i know that's in so i watch you from afar that's why I, I just love them so much they're just so identifiable and mainly because of that interesting yeah i don't know but I don't, this song was just kind of like okay where is it going um and this is this was my example of like I can listen to something like this where there's a lot going on and like sonically there's several layers, you know, and it's, they're, they're all operating, you know, uh, cohesively as anyway, but I can listen to like something like that's, that's just a single note held on for like fucking five minutes and be like, Oh my God, that's amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> so I just, it does. I don't know. Yeah. You just, know. you just love the slow development of things. And if if you're going like to be repetitive, no, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say there, but yeah, I don't know, man. I never really got into them. I do remember briefly that album that we had discussed. I feel like an idiot for saying that we had discussed them and I'm just like, I totally forgot. I never really got into them. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just, the, uh, there's talent there for sure. Yeah. Oh, you can't tell me. You can't convince me of that. Dum dum. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know, man. I also felt like the drums. I don't. I don't know. I gotta look at how they. I want to look at how they recorded it. It was just. Yeah, I don't know. I. I I feel like. I feel like any critique I throw on these guys or this song, I'm just gonna come off sounding like an idiot. So. That's why I'm just giving you the truck. That's literally any of your critiques. <laughs> go on. <laughs> oh my god, I hate and I, you. Why and can't mine you... is that on crack, so that's why Which... this works. <laughs> <laughs> I said I... mine is stupid on crack, so that's why this works. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you drinking anything? By the way. No, I was actually going to ask you at some point if I could excuse myself for a second and get a drink because I totally fucked up and forgot to get one before we started. This will be because good. I, we usually record later in the afternoon. We're like midday. Uh, vamp. Vamp. You can't vamp. Vamp. That's it. Yes. Dude. Dude, that's that exactly. Crazy? Dude, how the just, fuck did that come out? Because I was getting ready to say it right now. Like, I need you to vamp while I go get a drink. And I was like, that's what he fucking was trying to think of. God See, listeners. Damn it. It just Lance. takes us a second sometimes. <laughs> you better be wearing no pants when you get up. <laughs> dude have you been i haven't watched it and i don't know if he's still doing it the uh jim krasinski what, what was that weekly youtube thing he started oh, oh some good i only news. heard of uh, yeah i only heard of the uh aftermath the fallout from that because he sold it he did he sold it to like uh cbs or some shit or some major corporation was that the fallout was that he <laughs> well the fallout out? was that people were like well what the fuck dude we're not gonna watch like the whole point of it was that there's like some charismatic, you know. Yeah, like it's like your, you know, DIY web yeah, series. Yeah, exactly. And now you're like going to make it this huge. Now there's a huge like, production is he still team. Doing it? And I don't know. I never watched it. It sounds oh, stupid the, to me. I mean, so. the first like three or four <laughs> episodes are awesome. Like they really are. Because it's like right at the beginning of the pandemic, like where it was really bleak. So like it really, like at the time, it was like heartwarming really all needed pass. yeah it's like super family heartwarming yeah pass like, oh there is hope huge pass on that <laughs> thanks i'll enjoy Jesus my my blue present thanks <laughs> i mean 
they're one of them he brings on like the most if not all the cast of Hamilton and they perform a song on a zoom chat with a girl who was supposed to go see it. Yeah. Hard pass on Hamilton too. Thanks. What? (laughs) All right. You now I'm going to make you vamp because now. (laughs) Well, I'm just going to go sign. Oh, he left and he's wearing shorts. Major bummer. Major, major bummer. Maybe this is a good time to talk about cable management since Lance is gone and his cable keeps cutting out. Wrap your fuck two very boring minutes later. So learn your fucking what? <laughs> I was gonna say I can't wait to listen back. That's what you <laughs> so learn from Lance's mistake, okay? Oh, I mean, I don't even. That's how bad my mistakes are. I don't know if there's anything to be learned. What you sipping on, bro? <sighs> it's my new favorite brown water. It's called Blade and Bow. We had that when I was there. We super, did. We did tasty. have it when you were here. I think that was honestly the last time I had it because I was. That's why I got it because I was like, man, I haven't had Blade and Bow in forever. Just I have to re-up on brown water. What's that? No, that's exactly what I was doing. I was re-upping and then I was getting ready to add Balvini to my cart. And I was like, hey, says Blade and Bow, my old friend. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I ran out of, um, I'm not as fancy as you. I ran out of, um, just ran out of for my, for this show drink, um, uh, uh, bullet rye. So, Oh, I haven't had bullet in a long time. Yeah. And I have Centauri, a little bit of Centauri whiskey left. So that's some good stuff. Yeah. Definitely a unique one. Very unique. Uh, I do like it. I probably want to re-up on that. But I, I found, yeah, I think we talked about this. I found out I like rye more than um, bourbon. But it kind of it kind of cut out again. You like, oh, you like rye bourbon more? No, I like rye more than bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. what I say? You said rye bourbon? <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. It's, it's, I don't know. There's, there's definitely a difference in taste when I tasted them immediately back back to back, you know, but yeah, you're so bougie. You're bougie. Tell me more about your brown water experience. No, well, that's for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should grab more whiskey to, to play this song. Um, that may not make sense. Cause this song is not really country twangy, <laughs> but Cutworms, man, fucking new album coming out, dude. It kind of sounds sixties and they drank yeah. all day every day back then. No, like I was going more for like the cowboy, you know, country Western, but that's not this song um, at all. At all. Actually, this is more of his, <laughs> yeah. Like you said, his lo-fi fifties pop yeah. kind of, uh, tunes, but he does have a few of those country Western songs on this, uh, single release. Uh, this song is called Baby Come On, and it's from um, uh, a single release where it's like five tracks off of his new record coming out in October called Nobody Lives Here Anymore, which uh, Mondo pointed out. I hope he does not fucking trickle out every song to this record just before the release of the record. You know what I mean? Like, we've talked about that before. Dude, so many bands did that last year, and I was just driving me nuts. And I thought that this song and then the song... Um, that this re- that this is off of the EP, um, I thought that those were the only two singles off that record. But no, all five of them are off that fucking record. It sold my soul as a single. Um, Dude, the, even the cover looks like it. Like you know, like oh, yeah. in uh, it's a like a forty five uh, insert, like the play tone, yeah, like the, record. You know, like from uh, 
shit. What was that movie? That thing you do? The inner label, a high fidelity. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. But good vibes off of, uh, this song immediately. And, um, actually the, the new record has like 15 or 16 tracks. So I hope he just stops with these singles and doesn't slowly trickle out the, the album, but yeah, man, huge, yeah, huge. I don't know if that's like a new, uh, just like industry practice that people are doing, but yeah, I just feel like for some reason the last year or so I've noticed people are doing that more. I feel I like it's, it. it might just be because people have more control over their music and they're just doing self-production. And so mm-hmm. they, I don't know. I don't know, but he's, he's definitely released a lot of music since his, uh, 2018 oh, yeah. album, uh, uh, hollow ground, which is my favorite album. It still is. Um, so yeah, man, I don't know. He's, he's just a really good, uh, pop songwriter and really, I, I love the callback to those lo-fi, uh, lo-fi tones, you know, like fifties and sixties and a little bit of garage rock. And then, like I said, uh, before he also adds that little bit of uh, country twang on certain songs and mm-hmm. just good vibes. Yeah. I feel like in this part for sure. Um, sorry if you're not actually playing it and I fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, we talked about that. It, <laughs> we talked about this. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, I think I've told you before, this is, just, this is like one of those things you're into that just, I don't know, makes me love you. It's just like, <laughs> I feel like there's so much darkness in you. So whenever like you play something like this, I'm like, ah, oh, there's some light. Okay, well, let, I'm going to stop the music just so you know that I'm stopping the music so you don't <laughs> recall other areas. But what I will say is that um, a lot of people don't know this. I love the Beatles a lot. A lot of people know that, but they don't know that my favorite era of the Beatles is their early pop era. It's not like when they went crazy, psychedelic, you know, Sgt. Pepper and all that stuff. It's yeah. It's meet the Beatles. It's, you know... Um, Beatles 65, you know, all that shit. And yeah, dude, I love sometimes. I don't know, man. I don't know. I can't explain it. I don't know. Sometimes the pop just grabs you. I love beach boys, which, you know, that last bit kind of reminds me a little bit of beach boys, you know, that whole kind of early pop sixties vibe. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You are an onion, sir. And I love peeling these layers with you. Oh, Pill some more. <laughs> Pill some more, daddy. Here's another layer of this next song. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we've talked go. about... I was going to say, uh, speaking of daddy. <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about Allison before. This is your track. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Allison, just an awesome producer, um, which, by the way, if you're unfamiliar, if you haven't heard us talk about him before, uh, it's A-L-I-S-O-N, and it's... I don't... I've never known if it's, like an actual acronym i don't know if it's supposed to like be some long i've never looked it up i always thought it was um, part of like the the genre the aesthetic you know vaporwave and how they have those yeah i always thought of it was more of a stylistic thing than a yeah Yeah. um but yeah this is just a new uh allison single it's called pantheon um yeah i just i'm such a fan of Allison just because he has that more like dramatic kind of synth wavy mm-hmm. you know that kind of very spacey celestial um, synth wave uh, and again it just kind of maps onto like it's still in that um, 
like Admo Lane Eight space where it's like, you know, it's it's got some dramatic, it's got dr- drama to it, but it's still really chill, easy on the ears, and just a fun ride to take. Yeah, I mean, it, it took me to like Boards um, uh, of Canada elements, you know, very early on, and like straight on through. It's very easily listening in that sense. You know, mm-hmm. and and it does catch on the other vibes of the other artists you mentioned, and yeah, I don't know, man. I, I yeah, it's it's really good. I really love. Yeah, I really love it. I've talked to Mondo about this artist a few times. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah I love that." I'm like, ah, <laughs> "That's all right, man." Hey, some of some of these favorite artists of ours, uh, we're going to talk about them a few times. We don't have to go into that much. <laughs> the people know. <laughs> What else is there to say is you need to check out this single from Allison Pantheon. Yeah. Good vibes. It's fun. (laughs) Good vibes. That's all we're about. Sometimes heavy vibes. Sometimes weird vibes. Sometimes really, really chill airplane noises. Like this next one? Like I was trying to, I was trying to, I was trying to, I just fucked it up for you. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. No, I, I was more of, I'm just more, I, I was trying to get more out of it. And I fucked it up. It was my fuck up. I'm not mad at you. No, it's mine. I wanted you to take it. I just, I didn't have a good lead up. <laughs> I was trying harder. <laughs> uh, so this is a uh, Vel. It's spelled V-I-U-L pronounced, uh, or it rhymes with Bell, B-E-L-L. Um, this is, I believe. A- or hell or cell. It just maybe I'll go down by the bay, eat some hay. What do you say? <laughs> oh man! Sorry, I love you. Keep going. I'm uh, I'm uh, at a loss for words. <laughs> Lance just uh, derails me every time. I do. Cock block you out of your. So the crazy thing you got this. Um, you go. I'm just gonna kickstart it in a different direction. So the crazy thing about this is that. <laughs> I have I don't remember exactly how I discovered this. I think it was actually through another artist that I had recently discovered, which I was about to throw on this playlist and I didn't because it was going to be last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking A. Another artist I found out through fucking Nick. Um, amazing. But I basically I found it through searching through after this artist. And um, this guy's amazing. He, he put this out through uh, Past Inside the Present. Surprise, surprise. Um, it was, uh, mastered by none, none other than Raphael Anton Irisari. Like it has all of those, those marks of a perfect ambient record. And I fucking love Mm -hmm. this song. I love, I love, it is an EP. Is it an EP? Um, just moody. Which one? The seven Uh, fixed dreams. No, this one, this one is off of Outside the Dream World, which is 13 tracks. Oh, I thought you said I love his EP. Sorry. No, no, no. I was thinking that I, for some reason, uh, forgot that this one was actually a really long, uh, full album, not an EP. So my bad. But, uh, yeah, man, just this song, I think was the first one I found and it just blew me away. I love, I love almost like this kind of like long pause it has and then it just slowly builds and becomes so ominous towards the end and just fucking yes just it almost has like the elements of lo-fi ambience but not really like the layers are separated still in a way that like the bass still kind of 
carries through your chest a little bit. Um, the highs are still shimmery and, you know, placed nicely. And, and I don't know, man, like, again, I don't know how I find or what I find in, in things like this, where it's just the same note for three minutes, but <laughs> I, fuck man, it gets me going. Cause and you is, hate all the notes and they're played at once. <laughs> this song is a sir Canadian TV, by the way. And, uh, sir S U R. Yes. <laughs> what do you You'll think? Man? The show notes. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird, dude. It's hard. It's yeah. I laugh when you, when it's you showing me something like this, because I always think of that criticism that you've used before. So it is, it's like, it's funny. Cause when I listen to that, I'm like, okay, he hates the repetitiveness of the song. I showed him here, but he loves this. And it's weird. Like it is a weird thing. I don't know. I try to, I try to figure that out. And then I just kind of go back. Like why, you get drawn to stuff like this. I don't know. Maybe it's what I was saying earlier about, um, what were we just talking about? Right. I said, it's like, Oh, arms and sleepers. Maybe it's just that kind of a thing where like, for some reason it just hits a tone in your whatever psyche thoughts that like this, this is another example of like, like an arms and sleepers thing where like this kind of, whatever mm-hmm. you call it, drone ambient mm-hmm. fits into whatever the hell's going on up here. So like something like this, I could listen to all day, all day, man. And I have all been day. listening to this all day. <laughs> well, I'm definitely oh, checking the rest of this album out. Uh, I forgot to mention, I forgot to mention the, uh, artwork or the cover of the album is by Benoit, the Benoit. So seems like the ambient community is a close knit community. Very close knit. And yeah, we, was that last? No, Coastlands was last time. Whatever the last episode actual episode we had didn't we talk about benoit yeah i think it was like a Oulard. few episodes ago uh yeah and um he's he's worked with Raphael, and you know i mean it's mm-hmm. i didn't i got through this album and i was like man this is fucking amazing and like i said i, I expected more of a lo-fi kind of approach to it um we got something that was just like thought out and um just sonically played with space in a way that, that was, that was very pleasant to kind of ride along with. Uh, and anyway, like I was, I was going to say that I found out after the fact that this was on past inside the present mastered by Raphael and Anton Irisari and the cover. It was like fucking blew my mind. I was like, (laughs) of course, of course, like (laughs) holy shit. And like the last his his previous two albums were really good too. I don't know if you've checked those out, but um, no, like I said, I think this you added this kind of late, so I didn't hear it until today when we were going to record. Oh, so shit, man. Um, I've got to go sorry. spend a lot of time listening to the rest of the stuff. I'm no, sorry. that's okay. It's, I just, uh, uh, <clears throat> that's why I haven't listened to anything else. His, uh, I think he released, the EP he released most recently, I think that's the Seven Fixed Dreams, uh, Seven Ghost Years. That one's pretty dope, too. It's just a two-track EP, but... Yeah, that one's pretty dope. Nope, I, really I have a lot of listeners to work. Yeah, it's very easy to listen to. Like, if you think that you could play this in the background, then I think the rest of his stuff. Oh my god, go dude, I really love. Easily. I'll put on like Raphael or Max or um, like anything like Max Richter or. Uh, I was like Max Richter like, or Max Cooper. Sorry, or Max Cooper too. Um, 
Max I, Cooper, I love I, I love reading to this stuff, especially. Oh, nice. Like the stuff I read, it like it's just such a perfect background um to all my like sci fi or like fantasy stuff. So no, this is fantastic. Yeah, I think you introduced me to a new favorite. Yeah, no, this guy is uh I think it is actually just one one guy, uh and just super moody, super ambient, super minimalist. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's again, it just kind of blows my mind how, like, you, I don't know, people are just, like, this are just so interesting to me, how you just take, like you said, that one note, <laughs> somehow make it interesting for nine minutes. Yeah. I guess the ending does, is kind of like, like a Raphael track. It's very like, Raphael. He could have written that. That could have been, like, Coastal Trap Disturbance, you know, mm-hmm. that same kind yes, of vibe to yes. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but uh, it was i went through his whole discography like immediately as soon as i found this track and yeah dude again past inside the present a curator of beautiful ambient fucking music just that's 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 the tap in which i am sucking off of right now <laughs> besides besides the, the electronic music you're feeding me was that yes i said the teat from which you suckle yes yes <laughs> um Speaking of suckling. <laughs> uh, wow, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Now I'm just trying to be awful about it. You're watching Lance at his uh, peak. Yeah, my yes, peak Lance. Right I'm now. watching, you're listening, and um, <laughs> you're missing out indeed. You are. You are. So is this, okay, go ahead and introduce the song because I, I would just, yeah. Yeah, speaking of a band that we've talked about so much on here, uh, Ranges released a new single, Monarch. And I will, I have to own up to something mm. that I think I talked about their album last year as being one of the greatest post albums of all time, Babel. Um, and then I kind of retracted it, and then I'm not sure where it landed in my top albums, but then I was like, fuck. Babel really was one of the best post albums, I think, ever written. Mm. And then I heard this song. And I was like, fuck, they are amazing in the way that they like, they're evolving <laughs> as like with their sound. Like, again, it drives me nuts when post bands like album after album, like they found that one sound and then just basically recreating it right in different ways. Yeah. And then this is a band that just consistently just ever so slightly evolves to that next step of whatever it is, maturity, songwriting, storytelling and then i like mon this is the a new single from ranges called monarch and it just makes me feel that way with them like it's just another progression from each step in that ladder i don't totally. feel like they've gone down yet from like the a last release does that make sense oh Every totally release for me for them has gotten better and better and better and this is just another continuation of it yeah, there hasn't been anything that I've heard that's been like, oh, that's a filler track or that's, you know, exactly. That's yep. kind of like they just threw that in there or that was half-assed or half thought out or anything like that. You know, I've 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 Babel definitely felt like they were really just, you know, fucking yes. gave it to you and then this man like it was again, I don't know what it is. Like maybe this whole playlist has like a nostalgic vibe to it, you know, of kind of <laughs> that familiarity, but this whole track yes. had that nostalgia to it and i don't know if it's like the chorus on the guitar or something like that but i know dude that that clean chorus yeah at the beginning and it's, but 
the way the song just then crescendos and, and ends, it's like, whoa, I was not expecting that. Holy fuck. Like, yes, this it's such a good song. It's just like, a, yeah, that's probably the challenge that I can imagine post bands probably have nowadays of like, you kind of expect that with this music, right? You know, there's going to be a crescendo, you know, there's going to be some kind of explosion. So it's like, it's probably a, a high wire act of, okay, how can we kind of like disguise that now in this song? If like, you know what I mean? Like, especially if you're writing it, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. nope. I don't know. They just do such, it's still, it's like you said, it somehow still catches you off guard a little bit. Well, it's, it's just good storytelling, you know, so powerful. Yeah. Like the element you bring out every time is always the story, you know, and the arc and, you know, you could, you could, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just like you rehash the same story over and over again, but it's like you just post rock today. It's like you just replace the characters with different characters and it's still the same arc and, you know, bands like ranges and, you know, um, they're able to add in surprises in there, but still keep that familiar kind of formula to, to a post rock, uh, sound, I guess, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yes. Um, but the, again, like I, the ending, I just didn't expect the crescendo to go to that direction. Like it's just, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I, it's a good, it's a good, good track. Uh, what I was going to ask when you, when we first introduced the song was, is this going to be off of like, is this just a single that was left over from battle oh, or yeah. is this like, right. Hinting at know. like a new album or I hope it's hinting at a new hinting at a new album. Uh, I never, I didn't see anything yet that it was left over or anything like that from Babel. Um, and I, but again, I don't know. I just feel like as I've gotten older, I'm kind of like, I don't do as much, like keeping up with like what's coming and I kind of like to be surprised too now where I'm like, Oh fuck, they just released a new album. Um, so like I said, I hope so. It, I just, like I said, I'm so happy that they have become in my head, at least they definitely become at the forefront of like, like you said, they're really pushing the genre. They're, they're definitely the leaders, one of the leaders in the genre now, I think. Um, it's I think, just so cool to see the to like I said, see the progression from you know the early stuff, which was a little bit more like kind of t- your typical post, right? Like I think we even said on one of the first episodes ever of like if you want a good entry into the genre, right? The, like uh, the Ascensionist is a really good place to start. One of their out al- you know earlier albums, and mm-hmm. then just hearing the sound evolve is tasty. Yeah, um, I would say that. I don't exactly put them at the, like the, the forefront or whatever of the genre. I do say that like, they're probably one of the bands that are definitely holding the genre up and showing that there's still more in the genre to be figured out and to be explored. And it's not just repetitive and, you know, over and, you know, um, I mean, I I think this track shows that just cause like there's, there are those obvious turns. There are those yep. obvious rise and falls, but again, Traditional like it's elements and sound. Yeah. Th- there's still more to it. You know, there's still mm-hmm. something in there that's like, okay, well, you know, these guys aren't just rehashing old news or, or, um, old melodies or wearing their influences on their sleeve or anything like that. You know, yeah, it's, it's all still, they still hold a certain mystery to their, to their sound and, and mm-hmm. the music they release and, you know, it, it's it's just good to hear music from them. Yes. 
Agreed. And I don't know, man, like I'm always the person that's always like, Oh, who's releasing what, you know, I, I gotta have a radar out there. I gotta figure out who's really, I don't want to be surprised. I want to know when I can get that pre-order. I want to know if there's going to be vinyl, <laughs> what color, you that's know, fair. who's it being released through, you know, I want to know all that shit. And I'm, it's, it's kind of a problem because <laughs> I get anxiety about it. And I'm like, wait, wait who released? I didn't know when, when the fuck. That's how did probably I another that? reason why I don't like to know because yeah. that's another place I'll just absolutely blow money. <laughs> it's well, just like constantly pre-ordering vinyls and shit. It's yeah. Yeah. The cutworms one was kind of messed up. Like he has, we, I don't know. Anyway, we talked about him before. We don't have to go back <laughs> in the playlist. We can move forward. Speaking about going back, though, oh, to someone we have already revisited multiple times. <laughs> so this is Makeup and Vanity Set. Um, this song is uh, Tanagra. Ten, 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 is that how you say it? Tanagra? I'd say Tanagra. Tanagra. <laughs> this is Tanagra from Music Systems. So this is very interesting because this actually is an album he released two years ago, but only to uh, his his... Uh, subscription exclusive uh, fans so you pay oh. him like $40 a year and he sends you music like every month and this is one of the albums what? and apparently this was just an explore exploration in like modular instruments like synthesizers and layering those instruments and this is this is this is a hefty EP or album or oh for sure album it's an hour and a half collection of songs and each one kind of stands on its own but they all have a certain vibe that fits so fucking well together and this song uh Taniagra is towards the middle of the record and dude I fucking love the vibe that this song gets into it reminds me of like like 70s 1970s John Carpenter action sci-fi movie <laughs> like I'm yes. I'm I'm in a a a, a temple trying to save this princess i barely know anything about (laughs) and i'm fighting all of these like ninjas in the dark you know or i'm like in a car on a rainy road like racing you know and there's neon lights and it's just like the perfect oh it's so outrun yeah but yeah it's 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 oh fucking love it yeah i I don't know what else i could say on, on top of that it is it's uh Yeah, that's just another part of a part of me that it really speaks to. Again, it's just kind of go. I think, yeah, you're right, man. This whole playlist is like, what kind of fucking like sh- chord did we struck? I don't know. Strike on this playlist because that's exactly how I feel about this song too. Um, There's other songs on this record too that are just fucking amazing. Amazing. The quantum songs up towards the end, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually wasn't sure if I wanted to share the last song, uh, "Human Stillness," because that's the most droney atmospheric song out of the entire record. And I was like, mm-hmm. I got to go for something that Lance is going to know is me. Like I chose a <laughs> song. Like if I choose this, I, I got a feeling he's going to be like, what the fuck? What is Chris listening to? Like, I didn't think he'd be into this kind of shit, but beyond that, like, I mean, this second, third track, it does uh, cascading. Me. The fourth track was fucking amazing. All this cascading arpeggiated notes on this synthesizer. Yeah. that just like, I showed it to my mom. Cause she was still here when, when I was, uh, discovered this 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 record and i was like she's like what are you listening to and i was like just turn it up really loud and it's like 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 freaking crazy she goes "Ooh, that's beautiful and i'm like oh wait what oh okay 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 turn it up louder 
Yep, nope. I uh I didn't notice that there was another new album on top of this. Yes, uh, Lethargy, I believe. Liturgy? Liturgy? It's kind of weird. The font is like strange, but <clears throat> yeah. So he has another another album. And this, it's longer than this one. I haven't listened to this that one yet, but uh, I've I've can't stop listening to Music System. So Make I don't know, man. Set. I think I need Check to subscribe to his... Uh, I mean, $40 a month is... That, you'd be paying half of an Amazon Prime almost in one month. Um, Like pretty much 40% of your entire year. You well, I doubt Prime. I'm going to get any delivery delays from Makeup of Vanity sets, So <laughs> That's with, fair. With his release schedule, it looks like he's releasing consistently. He literally release, releases like one thing a month. I guess if they could just be like I, I one think track it's, or something. I think it's, yeah, I think it's just handfuls lot. of tracks or, or concepts or things he's working on because he also does soundtracks. So That's true. And I am sure he has hard drives and hard drives and hard drives of music that he can comb through. But yeah, yeah really enjoyed true. this this album. Um, I, I don't want to say it's it's different from his previous stuff, but there is like a slight vibe to this that's kind of a little different than his previous work yes it's way more uh like you're saying like modulator like moog yeah you know style um like video game-esque yeah very very video game-esque blade runner kind of yeah kind of vibes you know futuristic Mm sci-fi you know all that good stuff but he said check it but what but what Speaking of uh, synthesizers and consoles, <laughs> I will, well, let's Hit say it. this. Let's say this because this is the last song of our playlist. Oh, he's and got although his hand on his hip. although this is not our feature track, we don't have a feature track. I did purposely put this one at the very end because this blew my fucking mind. Yes. Sir. I this I, this is one of the, one of the few artists where I immediately paused the song, went to go through their catalog to find out if this is, belongs to an album, if there's an album that I can go then just listen through and then catch up with the song wherever it's it falls into album? the album oh, and then I listen to all the other stuff. So, I actually went through and like listened to everything he's pretty much everything he's done. Um and probably my new favorite artist. I'm not even kidding. Dude, I fucking okay. Now you don't have an excuse because I've talked about rival consoles before. I don't think For you sure, have. I fucking have. It, was, it hasn't actually been on the playlist, but I man, know get out of here I with that. Then, sucker. To this, if it's not on the playlist, didn't it didn't happen. Sucker. So, okay. Well, you know, that's your fault because you've been missing out. Rival <laughs> consoles again is just up there in terms of like. I mean, again, it's hard to like if I say he's IDM, his earlier. He's kind of all he again. He's another one of those artists that's like kind of not all over the map, but he plays in a few different sandboxes. And um, one of those artists that just hits almost every time with stuff that he releases. Um, staying with the UK vibe of today, uh, Rival Consoles is from England. Um, and yeah, just has that amazing. Like very easy on the ear, electronic writing style that's upbeat enough, but not over like overwhelming. Um, 
and just catchy enough with the stuff that he does. I don't, it's, uh, it, I don't know specifically about this song though. Like I fell in love with it, uh, mainly because obviously like there's like that, that, uh, synthesizer that it almost sounds like he doesn't, he's, he's like slowly losing control over, right? Like it's like mm. coming in and out and it's like super distorted and then just dies down a little bit and more muted. And then it comes in again. And then mm-hmm. like that on top of his production style of like the IDM elements and things like that, like, fuck dude, this is, this is the, this is, if this isn't, I don't know, man, like it, it if this isn't like a, its own genre or its own niche, it, I mean, it has yeah. to be because it, I totally went back after listening to his catalog. I was like, fuck yeah, dude, I want to listen to Max Cooper, you know, I want to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. you know, they all kind of share that same vibe, but like his, his, his ability to play with the space, um, play with familiar tones, like the, the IDM aspect or like the, the kick, you know, constantly being there, like you would have in like a, your typical uh, uh, electronic song. But then again, he, like I said, he has like this synthesizer that he's like slightly losing control over in the beginning mm-hmm. and just how that plays in with the space. And it all kind of just sounds as one thing and it just carries through. And it's, it's just amazing to see what he does with this song and every other song that he has yes. with the sounds in the space that he, he creates. It's like, it's like you're seeing, it's like you're seeing, um, fucking Bob Ross go to work. Like you have, <laughs> you have a blank canvas and he has all these paints and you're like, what the fuck is he going to do with all that shit? And then you leave and it's like a beautiful mountain and you're crying and you're like, Oh my God, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. He saw it the whole time. Like he saw it the whole time. Fuck man. This rival consoles, man. Like, yes, seriously. One of my new favorite artists and just, again, I, I haven't given this title put to in, put in the cloud, the, the applause track, right? There. Yeah. Put yeah. In. Yeah. I haven't given this title to a lot of artists, but, uh, very few in our, in our episodes that we've had, but Sonic architect faux show faux show just dude. I am so happy right now. I swear to God, I've tried to get you on rival consoles before. I don't know, man. Cry. I even think the name's badass. Like that sounds like, right. It's a dope name. It is. No, he's got it all, man. He's got the charisma. Did we name the the song? No, we didn't. (laughs) So glad you got that. <laughs> so into it. Vibrations on a string. Uh, from uh, out. Articulation. Articulation. Yeah. First track off that. I didn't realize that. Persona. The album he released mm. in 2018 was really good. Oh, yes. And that's, that's uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. This guy's really good. I All really, really enjoyed his Odyssey. work. Odyssey is amazing. Kid Velo is a little bit different. And then IO, especially, yeah, his early stuff in IO, it's definitely more like on the IDM side. And it just, God dang, yeah, so good. So it keeps, again, it, another artist that progresses so interestingly. Yeah, anybody that says like electronic music or like kind of clubby kind of that IDM like kind of stuff sounds the same. Fuck off, dude. This guy proves that You're not listening to the right shit. It's just like, oh. You you have to listen to the right shit, and you're listening to the right shit because we're giving it to you. <laughs> you heard it, folks. Anything we do is just inherently good and right. Yes, right. So that's pretty much what you were saying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very happy with this playlist, man. I am too. Home run, sir. Home run, and a Bravo. touchdown. <laughs> 
sports are back. Yay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been meaning to like just see how that all operates. I don't even know. Uh, baseball is a fucking shit show right now, unfortunately. Yeah, didn't, didn't they cancel a game because... They've canceled a lot of games. There's six teams, I think, that have outbreaks. So then how do they determine World Series? Is that not a thing? Or... No, it is. So essentially they agreed on... So normally it's a 182-game season. They agreed on 60. That was part of the reason why they didn't do a bubble was because it's... You know, like all these other, like NHL, MLS, basketball, they're not playing full seasons. Like basketball is doing eight games and playoffs. NHL is doing play in series, best of five series, and then playoffs. MLS did a group stage playoffs. So it's like baseball, you'd be in a bubble for, I'm not ever? saying I t- necessarily agree with this, but yeah, you'd be in a bubble for fucking ever. And so the players wanted to be able I think to, you know, be able to go home or do whatever. But that's the problem is that like right off the bat, I think the story was that, so the first team to have like an outbreak was the Marlins Mm -hmm. and they had, I think they eventually had 19 positive cases. And I think I heard that they like went out one of their first weekends in Atlanta. And I think that's how some of the initial players got it. Um, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what I heard. Um, so they've just been postponing game after game, series after series. Like the Cardinals is the latest one. I think they have up to eight now. And um, I think what they were doing at first was like the Marlins were supposed to play like the Yankees or something like that. And then mm-hmm. the Phillies were supposed to play another team that got it and had to sit out. So I think they just put the Yankees and the Phillies against each other that weekend. Um, but yeah, like I said, I th- I'm pretty sure it's up to like six teams at this point, but like every other sport, NBA, no positive tests since they've had the bubble. Uh, I'm pretty sure NHL is the same. Um, so it seems like that can work if you do it that way. But yeah, baseball is kind of a shit show right now. And they said, the commissioner said on Friday that, um, they may not, they're probably going to, if it doesn't get better this week, like if it continues to get worse this week, that they may shut down the whole season. Yeah. I mean, I get the whole not doing the bubble thing. Um, I am glad Well, to a certain point. I mean, I don't know if any of the members team team players have passed or are experiencing any severe symptoms or anything like that. But, you know, at a certain point, we probably got to start no, trying so. something to figure out how this is all going to work. Cause we can't stay, you know, I mean, can't stay, yeah, can't stay inside forever. Yeah, there's, there's, that's people's livelihood, you know, not just mm-hmm. the players or the, the, the team staff or oh, whatever. Oh, no. yeah. It's, yeah. You know, it's everybody. Well, so the people that work in the stadium, right? Like mm-hmm. that's early on. That's, I don't know if he's still doing it, but, um, like Mark Cuban was paying literally, I, I think that. he paid for everybody in the stadiums, like, you know, salaries or pay or whatever while they were, you know, when they shut down that season initially. Um, yeah, it goes way beyond just the, the players and stuff, man. That's how, that's a lot of people's livelihood. Um, it is weird though. It's hard. It's hard to imagine right now, even being like at a state, like, cause I think baseball was even talking about introducing fans like this season, like maybe letting in 5,000 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what that looks like eventually. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't, I, I'm, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, 
it's so weird, dude. And, and just <laughs> even with my own personal situation, like I'm getting back used to having my own place again and, you know, like mm-hmm. trying to keep in mind, the even though I went through it, that doesn't mean like it's, it's over, like, right. You know, what are the chances of me catching it again or my mom or somebody else or me even catching it this time around, you know? So it's, it's, it's pretty weird and, uh, just kind of a mind fuck. <laughs> it is. And it's like, well, okay, so didn't under oath recently just do like a stream show. Yeah, they did. And, uh, and yeah, it's like, is, is that, is that live shows now? Is that where? I mean, yeah. And I'd heard, I think like larger artists are doing, um, like parking lot shows or something. Okay. I but I heard the chain smokers about- did something like that and everybody yes. got out of their cars and went out to the front of the stage and we're like, yeah. and it's like, okay, well that's on the people like, Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you gotta come on, dude. Well, and probably a little bit of whoever was putting that on. Not well, yeah. I mean, band, how do you enforce but, that? You know, like, yeah. Stay in your car. <laughs> it, it's know, just man. a weird I, I don't think that translates to movies like drive-ins, like those could become a thing again. Right. But it does not translate to live shows, you know? No. Well, and selfishly, the one thing I, I, I'm enjoying seeing out of this, I think I'm just starting to see it more is like kind of not the like straight to digital release, but like, Oh yeah. The immediately the almost that was like on demand. Yeah, but like the yeah. new, new ones. Cause I had been, I don't know. I, before all this, I was a germaphobe. And I just, I was getting kind of tired of the movie going experience and just thinking like, why haven't they figured out how to like release this digitally? So like you can like buy a ticket right from Mm -hmm. home and just watch it from like your home theater, especially if you have a dope setup or whatever. Um, And I'm starting to see that like there's a, I forget whatever the newest one that just came out, but it's like a $20 rent on iTunes. Like, okay, maybe that'll be one positive thing that'll come out of this. If like that can be an option. Going but forward. is that is that Apple's uh, uh, originals or is that no, is that like no, studio production like stuff? Because studio the, production, it was like on iTunes. I forget what the movie was. It's, I think it was a movie that was supposed to theatrically release, and then they moved it to digital. Because the production Not companies, like Greyhound, yeah, because the production right? companies have deals with theaters like AMC, Harkins, and all that stuff. To they only right. release their stuff. So yeah, the on demand is the, the theaters are like losing their mind right now wait no i'm sorry that that i I was thinking greyhound with tom hanks was originally supposed to have theatrical and then apple plus bought it okay because i I, yeah i saw that that. i thought that that was a apple original movie yeah no they they bought the rights to it so they could release it but i remember reading that i think tom hanks was really bummed about that because he said the way that they obviously the way that they shot it right in the sound and that's yeah that's to be like crazy when you're in a theater but um that's the main so, yeah, gripe I, I was like, actually going to mention was that yeah. uh, you have people like Tarantino that's like, no, no, you're not watching it I, at yeah. home until you <laughs> have a James chance. Cameron. Yeah. You got to see it how I intended it, you know? Yeah. And I get that. I'm all about it, but uh, you know, I'm also the kind of person that, that wants a in-home theater, you know, like I want to sit yeah. there. I have, you know, a, stu- a sound system in my, in my living room and like, you know, I want, I kind of, I can, I can kind of translate that experience at home. Maybe not with like the, you know, full on whatever, but yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm, yeah, I'm, but a, I'm a hermit. I want everything. Yeah, exactly. To me, every, like being able to just like sprawl out by yourself or with your loved one 
and not have to worry about idiots to the side of you trumps everything else. <laughs> like, oh, totally. Dude, when I fucking saw Endgame, it was like uh, this fucking couple right next to me. The the girl was asking the guy a question every three minutes. Just like, guys, come on. <laughs> I don't know. I just got really tired of people in movie theaters. Yeah. Um, I used to go with Mondo when, before all this stuff went, went on, we had a, we'd always go to the draft house. You ever, you ever been there when you were out here? It's I basically, don't know if I ever actually went, I actually, I think I went like one of my, like my first year Alamo draft house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great theater. Like, you know, there's a lot of those popping up where they basically serve beer and food and all that stuff. And yeah. Nice. The recliners. one in Austin's crazy. Awesome. Yeah. But we gotta, we gotta have Mondo on again and, and Sean too, because they're like, I mentioned before, they've they're my music. They're my movie buffs. Like I go to them about anything about movies and I feel like an idiot. Anytime I try to talk about analyze a movie or whatever. So every time I go with them to a movie, I'm always like, so what did you guys think? <laughs> I don't want to say my opinion before, you know, did you guys, you guys... see Zoolander? <laughs> Zoolander two was amazing. <laughs> yeah. So if we got to have them on soon, but agreed. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it. Wow. It feels weird without a featured song. Yeah, I know. Maybe you should just <laughs> beatbox. How's that? Mm, no. Winona <laughs> Ryder does not beatbox, okay? <laughs> nice. I like that. I like that. How's Duchess? She's good. She's good. She's, I see her. Uh, she's like blending she's... in with the darkness right now, so I can't. I was kind of seeing her ear pop up against the white of your wall a little bit. Yeah, no, she's good. She's, uh, yeah, she's she's begging for a W A L K. Ooh, so maybe well, maybe later because be it's time. scorching outside. Oh God, has it been like crazy triple digits there? Oh, totally. Yeah, we've been we've been coasting triple digits for a while now. And how's your AC bill? Uh, it's 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 not bad. It's within my range of acceptable. So. <laughs> <laughs> um right now it's 106 it's gonna be a 111 today though so yeah definitely wait sorry girl yeah. do you ever just like let her run out back real fast i don't have she a back to, like go oh i thought I you have had like a, a small back i have a back patio Yard. she she goes out there like i leave the dog door open so she goes out and in when she needs but mm. it's so small it's like a tease to her yeah yeah so well, I feel I know I know the that sucks. I used to feel bad with Sig. Like we just can't go right now. We're gonna fucking die. <laughs> yeah, your paws would melt. Oh my god, yeah. It's hot. So <sighs> well, well, brother, this was a really great playlist, and I hope you thought so yeah. too. You listening? Hope yeah, you, you, you right there. Yeah, you, the listener, who continues to support us. I thought you were going to, sorry, man, I was trying to leave your room again, but no, fuck it, never mind. Sorry, my brain went somewhere else. Um, yeah, no, if you made it this far, you win a prize. The prize is knowing what the end of this episode sounds like. Our unconditional love, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. Uh, I got nothing, Thank, dude. I thanks mean, for so listening. Used- Thanks for yeah. continuing to listen. We're obviously pros at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. Wavesofsoundpod.com, at Waves of Sound Socials. Let us know what speaks to you. What music speaks to your spirit animal? You know? 
that was kind of our theme today seems like what's your number one nostalgia song what song well, do you go question. to for that nostalgic rush what's that go to nostalgia track oh yeah uh, once again listening to the smooth sounds some reason I have a list when I talk like this W-A-V-S A-V-S <laughs> oh no W-O-S-P son W-O-S-P <laughs> not bringing right. you smooth they've jazz. had enough <laughs> we can keep going man I we know gotta, we can do this for another hour gotta pull uh, the plug somewhere alright we're pulling the plug thanks love you Peace. Chris love you too Lance Oh, ASMR I think I got tongue on that one <laughs> okay bye Here. <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs>